Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Go to the App Store if it's not on your phone. You probably already have the ESPN app, the one and only official ESPN app. We're also on ESPN. You on the app, you can click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. Take us with you. They turn off the car. It's okay. You're going inside. Go get in. You're already at work. You don't want to be late. Put us on the app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, player? Talk to me. What's good, y'all? Max like all that old slang. It's so funny. <laughs> I just like when Key gets into What's that happening? mode. What's happening? Where it is? Max, Max cheeks went way over here. He's like one of those Joker <laughs> smiles. He just a, what's happening, because partner? He gets, yeah, because he gets real West Coast, but like the algorithms of his brain changes. Like you see it take over his <laughs> take over his brain. No, I'm not just West Coast, man. I'm East Coast, West Coast, down South. I've been mm-hmm. all over, man. Yeah, you have. I'm a regional. I'm a regional. You're West Coast. You West Coast, man. When you came over here wearing your board shorts and your flip flops, I'm like, you're so West Coast. You're so West Coast. It's true. What are you supposed to wear in in humidity (laughs) out? (laughs) It was cold. What do you want me to wear? Some cotton uh, uh, cutoff shorts from my sweatpants or something, Jay? Come on now. It wasn't cold. It was 60 degrees. He wants you to wear the Debo. Look at him. 60 degrees feeling like it was 100. (laughs) <laughs> you looking like a gang member though, Jay, with that uh, Debo. I don't want to start saying any. Yeah, uh, we don't condone that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Max. You ever see e- Easy Money? He's in a gang. No, it's a good boy gang. It's a good boy gang. He's in, he's in a good boy gang. <laughs> he got it all knotted up. What you just getting out the pen or something? Man? All the way, man. You know, Shannon. I'll bet you seen Easy how Money. How long did you? How long? Did I you always do, keep Jay? it knotted up. I keep it tight, tight key. So here's the question we asked at the end of the last segment. I think it's yes. a good question. Is Josh Allen, like everyone's saying, Josh Allen right now is playing the best out of anyone in the league. Um, Stephon Diggs has been out of control too, and the two of them have been great together since Diggs got to Buffalo. Are they right now, no Devontae Adams in Green Bay, no Tyreek Hill in, in Kansas City, are they right now the best, and I'll phrase this carefully, okay, mm-hmm. quarterback pass catcher, not just wide out, but pass catcher, in the NFL, period, Key. Okay, so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal about 10 seconds and ask you this question. Are we talking about through the first two weeks, or are we talking about, like, what are we, what are we saying? Based on how they're playing this season yes. so far, yes. Yes. Yeah, because Michael Thomas and Jameis Winston can't get on, you know, it's still bumpy. <laughs> Carr and, and Devontae Adams, bumpy. Tua and, and Tyreek Hill had a quarter, so to speak, right? And Waddle. It's just so Joe Burrow got of, no time to get the ball to Jamar Chase and get him running for his life. Yeah, or, or T. Higgins or whatever the case yeah. is. Based on the winning, based on the, the quarterback ratio to, to pass catcher, as you can see with Stefan Diggs, they're kind of the best one two combination right now. Like right now, based just right now, based on Keenan Allen winning, hurt. Yeah, so when you start looking at it, you could go Jalen Hurts and, and, and A.J. Brown, but they, you know, not the same type of numbers that these two have had. It's so funny. It's amazing to me, man, and, and, and I love the National Football League to a whole nother level. But some of these scouts and stuff, they get it so damn wrong with talent. You realize you realize Stephon Diggs was taken in the fifth round? Wow. Fifth round. Like, I don't understand how you miss – what are you looking at from high school to Maryland 
to I, I just don't understand what makes you say, well, you know, he's a fifth rounder because fifth round picks is value. There's no question about it. But when you look at him, he's at a whole nother level. Come on, man. If you know, you're picked if you, in the fifth you round, you're not the supposed to start, again, Key. Huh? If you're picked in the fifth round, you're not projected as a starter. Almost on exact any position. Zach the Mundo. That is correct. So you, 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 you get a chance to get a cup of coffee. You may play some special teams. You may be able to take care of your family a little bit. Then eventually, three years later, you get a job. Maybe so, if you're a guard, a right guard or something, so, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, this, so, Kia, I think two two groups that should be in the conversation. I, I do think that Diggs and Allen are number one. But, I mean, like Stafford and Cooper Cup. Like okay, good one. Like that's that's a, that's another really good one. Stafford. Even though Stafford yeah, hasn't looked great thus far, understood. Okay, yeah, but they Cooper Cup they, has. They're not the same as this though. Agreed, Jay. agreed, agreed, agreed. I'll give uh, you one. What Different. I what on this next one though, as it relates to performance, just performance. Not saying who both these players are compared to Diggs and Allen. Just performance alone. Tua and Tyreek have to be in the conversation as well. So far in terms of production. Production and performance. Yeah, I can't do it. Well, according to maybe production. Somebody, maybe somebody else can't. But I'm not giving Tua and Tyreek based on a couple plays. This is, this is consistent. It's not a couple of plays. I mean, yeah, but we're talking it, about Max qualified. We're talking about these two games thus far. You qualified. I can't, I can't you, do it. But as it relates to these two games, though, kid, look at the production no. of it. It speaks for itself. I'm not looking at the numbers, Jay. I'm looking at the crispest, crispiness <laughs> of what they have done from the Rams game to what we just saw Monday night. Uh, yeah, that's why I, I, how I, I, ridiculous like, it looked. Agreed. Agreed. I'm not talking about a broken down coverage and the guy throws the ball 80 yards and Tyree Grunt. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm looking at uh, this. We key. don't get this every single week. You're not getting. Two Raven defenders looking at each other every single week, going, "You got him, I got. Him. I don't know what happened." Understood. That's that's, what, that's why I said I thought Diggs and about, Allen were number one. I just like for Tua and Hill to be rewarded for what they've done thus far. How much? Let me I'll ask give you, you a question, couple Jake. others, guys. Let me how, give you a couple. How others. much money did you put on the Dolphins Fins up, for baby. something? <laughs> you you must lot. have done something. A you either, lot. You either been calling the people down there and tweeting them or doing DMing them and trying to befriend them or something. I mean, look, I was, just, be, I was behind on the Miami on Heat joint with Jimmy deal. Butler. You know, I was behind. I picked up, so now I'm just on it. Let me give you a couple others, okay? Sure. <laughs> Bateman, has, Rashad Bateman has stepped up for um, Baltimore. He has become – they drafted him to be a number one. I always thought no, of him more good. as a number he's two. He's doing good. Right, and Lamar is – is is slinging that thing, and, and but the problem, looks the really problem, good. the problem, Max, for me, and the reason you when you ask me best quarterback pass catch duo in the NFL, they're two and zero. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and so if Lamar was two and zero and they didn't falter at the end against Miami, we would be having a what is is it Bateman and Lamar? Is it is it such and such? You know, but the fact that they got the one and one, it's just like we are not having the conversation about Lamar being at the top of the heat. In terms of the MVP, because he lost. All right, so we're let not me give talking you two about others. Justin Herbert because he lost. Uh, okay, so that I will not. Uh, so let's not talk about Herbert and and Mike Williams, who in Keenan Allen's absence made some fantastic it's, catches. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I That's do. Like, but yeah. how about this one? How about this one? And it's a tight end, but pass catcher. And Key, I see you it. put me up on that's a, a tight end could be a number one receiver. Number one receiver Absolutely. just means who you run the offense through. Patrick yeah. Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. 
Kelsey's a dude that keeps the chains moving, yeah, right? No, 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 they're in the mix, but right now the the question is best Looks a little quarterback pass catcher duel in the NFL right now after two weeks. Allen it and has Diggs. to be Stefan and Diggs. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, Stefan and Diggs. That's the same Stephon guy. Stefan and Diggs. We got yeah. it. Allen and Diggs. Stefan and Diggs. Josh and Allen. Allen. It has to be Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Josh and Allen, same guy, huh? <laughs> Josh and Allen. Sean, wake up. See, it's nine o'clock, son. <laughs> Kirk Cousins and 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 and, and uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, no, no. But they look great. Week one, Justin Jefferson looked great. Yeah, week but he one. got they shut down by Darius Slay week two. Yeah, in year, yeah. In year but two. But geez, in, in well, game listen two. to the three of us today. <laughs> Good lord! But listen, it is a little different if you're mm-hmm. Diggs and you're catching passes from Josh Allen instead of Kirk Cousins. And the reason I know this for a fact mm-hmm. is because I heard Stefan Diggs on with a guy named Keyshawn Johnson yeah, on a show baby. called First Take or yesterday. Take, depending on who's answering it. Listen to this. <laughs> Stefan, you may have answered this question several years ago. I don't know because I never asked you the question. But I'm such a jealous individual at the receiver position when I look at some of these quarterbacks some of y'all have. And I just want to know the difference. I'm not trying to get you to start no trouble or anything, but I really want uh, to know the difference. Uh, what up now? I just want to know the difference. Catching a <laughs> ball, and you went to Pro Bowls in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins. But catching no, a ball from Kirk, you didn't? <laughs> Quick with that one. No, nah, I didn't. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. We're talking about yeah. Oh, well, I thought you did. My bad. I thought you was a pro bowler because you was ripping hands off in Minnesota. But anyway, catching a ball from Kirk Cousin versus catching one from Josh Allen, what does what, what does it feel like? What's the difference? Uh, Kirk got a lot of touch to his ball. Like, Kirk can deliver a ball anywhere, any given time. Uh, I just I was always like, damn, Kirk, you can, throw, you can throw any kind of way. But Josh, I think Josh has a little bit of a uh, – he's throwing the ball with a lot of firepower. Like, even last night he had a ball that – I, I say a lot of his balls, uh, he, he helps me catch them. They throw, he throwing it so hard that it, sometimes it sticks to my helmet or sticks to my chest. So <laughs> I feel like he, uh, he throwing ball with a lot of velocity, especially in the beginning of the game and in those pivotal yeah. moments. He, he, got, he got a special arm talent, and everybody knows. He throw the ball 80 yards any given time, 90 yards. He's a, he's a special guy, man. I'm just, I'm just blessed to have him. Yeah. He throws it so hard. He throws it so hard. You ever have a quarterback throw it so hard that it stuck to you when it hit you? Yeah, I I know exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about the the speed and the velocity and the rotation of the football getting up on you so fast. It just, you know, I played with John Elway. Vinny Tessaverde had one of those arms, but I played with Elway in the Pro Bowl, and it was one, you know, those things get up on you, man. They just stick. I I don't know what it is. It just – it just is a, and it just stick right to you. You put them hands out the mitts. He ran a, um, he ran a slant in the game against the Tennessee Titans down in the red zone. I think it might have been his third touchdown at the toward, you know, toward the end of the game. The safety came down. Josh Allen saw it on the RPO game. He pulls it in the, he puts it in the belly of the quarterback, and then all of a sudden, I mean, the running back, he pulls it out and he just rips it. And Stefan was still at the top of the route. He barely turned his head, and that thing went right up near the face mask. And so I was like, man, this this, this here, if you have one of those as a receiver or quarterback like that, the rest is history. You're going to be of- considered one of the top dudes in this league. Because yeah. most receivers in the NFL, most, not all, 
but most can play football. A lot of it dictates on the quarterback that you have, the system you're in, or they're trying to utilize you a certain way. And, and with him, like I said, man, he didn't die and went to heaven getting Josh Allen. You know, Akil, when hearing him describe Kirk Cousins about, like, the placement of it, the, the feel of it, you know, for me, for some reason, I was like, all right, the delicate touch, like the softness of the pass. But, like, I, I wanted to hear, like, in those big moments, too, like, he felt like he, like he wasn't willing to go there, right? Not saying that was part of the question, but it's, like, it's such a major difference between not only does Allen have the velocity behind his ball, but it feels like in big moments Josh Allen wants that. He's such a success story in terms of the ideal way it happens. They locate him. They target him in the draft. They say he's a big, strong kid. We play in cold weather, bad weather. He can run it. He's athletic. He has a giant arm, but he's very raw. Let's put him in a good situation with the right coach. We'll bring him along. Year over year, he's getting better. Now let's bring in the receiver. He's ready. Let's bring in the receiver. Take him to the next level. It happens. Like, he is the kind of perfect success story in terms of what you dream about, Josh Allen, developing a quarterback. Give you a little bit of a nugget that I know from inside scoop. That's like a – scoop that you get, Max. You know, you know some people in the league and stuff. It was either going to be Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson at the first pick of the draft for the Cleveland Browns. Certain people wanted either one of those two. But there was other people in the room that made the decision that was the decision maker in the room by himself and made the decision. They could see that Josh Allen was at Wyoming. He was throwing the football to you, Max, mm-hmm. at Wyoming. Somebody that just – none of his Handsome receivers guys. are on, yeah. playing on Sundays, right? right? So you now have to forecast, if I put this guy with this guy, what will he be? It's like in any sport. It's even in, in, in certain situations, in basketball, mm-hmm. baseball, for instance. You put a guy in certain situations, you know if he's in that situation, he could succeed. For sure. Um, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Swing and a drive, deep left field. Judge sends it way out of here into the second deck. The greatest thing that I've seen covering baseball by a hitter. I got to stay locked in and never let really try to think about it and, and do my job. Buster only ESPN MLB insider and host of Baseball Tonight podcast. Here with us on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Buster, he is, as I predicted he could a month ago, right now, leading in all Triple Crown categories, Aaron Judge, after hitting his 60th last night. But Buster, he's on pace for a decouple crown, a 10 crown, because he's also leading in runs, in total bases, in on-base percentage, in slugging percentage. <laughs> I won't cheat and say OPS, which is just adding them, but in OPS plus, which is just for ballparks, in wins above replacement. He's leading in the 10 most important offensive categories, and he's 20 home runs ahead of anyone else, and his team's in first place. He is in the midst of potentially the greatest season ever. What do you, when you, what do you think about this season so far? Yeah, you stole my line. Uh, it is the greatest offensive season ever. And look, you know, I'm sure there are going to be some baseball fans who roll their eyes about that and say it's recency bias. Uh, no, it is it is uh, the greatest season ever because when you consider the context, hitting has never been more difficult. We've seen offensive numbers in decline. 
you know, yesterday I was talking with Mike Trout uh, about Judge, and I asked him how much more hitting uh, difficult is hitting now than compared to your first year in the major leagues, which was 2011. And he ran through how much more difficult it is because of the advent of analytics and how teams now uh, will, uh, you know, come up with scouting reports and attack weaknesses with more knowledge than ever before. The parade of relievers are seeing pitchers throwing harder than ever. And yet, even with all that, Aaron Judge, since the All-Star break, is hitting 372, 506 on base percentage, 853 slugging percentage. In 54 games, he has 27 homers. 27 homers in 54 games. It's absolutely remarkable. And, oh, by the way, under as much pressure or more pressure than I think we've ever seen any professional athlete have, uh, you know, certainly in baseball, it's absolutely remarkable how uh, how he's been able to do this in the second half of the season. Buster. Way, hey, hey, Key, he brings up Mike Trout. Incidentally, in 106 games, he's missed a whole lot of games. Mike Trout's hitting th- has 36 home runs. The guy's ridiculous. ridiculous. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> Buster, the Yankees made a decision to not give Aaron Judge what he was looking for last offseason. How much – or they're going to have to draw down on their credit line this offseason to get it done. Yeah, so, Key, the way the negotiations will have to play out with the Yankees if they're going to re-sign him is that I think they they come out of the the Yankee Stadium bunker with a white flag and say, we surrender, (laughs) right, with a blank check. Because Judge has set himself up with this amazing bet on himself in the spring uh, to get – you know, a, a contract that might be 50%, 60% more than what the Yankees offered. Uh, you know that there's going to be an owner with another team, and maybe that's the Giants. Uh, you know, maybe that's going to be the Mets. Maybe it's going to be the, the Cubs. Maybe it'll be the Red Sox. There'll be some owner out there who's going to be inspired by Judge and, and say, I'm going to put a huge number out there, and we'll see if the Yankees will match it. But here's the X factor in the whole thing. You know, we've talked about what the Yankees offer, $213.5 million over seven years, which would have made Judge second-highest paid um, uh, outfielder in the history of baseball behind Trout. But what we don't know is what Mike, uh, what uh, Aaron Judge really wants, right? He didn't counter the Yankees' offer. He decided to come area, back and say, right? yeah, I like From Northern California, yeah. yeah. Well, and we don't know, you know, does he actually is – is there a number he wants? Uh, does he want to go to a certain city? We don't know that. He never countered the Yankees' offer. He never said, look, if you give me $300 million, I want to stay in New York. It might be that uh, he wants to go to the Giants. And I'm telling you right, I was just at the Giants the last two weekends in Sunday Night Baseball. They are going to take a run at him. The situation reminds me so much of when Albert Pools became a free agent. People in the industry assumed, oh, he'll go back to the Cardinals. He didn't because Artie Moreno threw a big number out there and pried him out of St. Louis. I think that's what could happen this winter. How, ups- how, how upset will Yankee fans be, though, that you just allow Aaron Judge to face a baseball to walk out of the building and go home to San Francisco? Well, it, it would be – the response would be, uh, you know, unlike anything we've ever seen before. Look, the Yankees, when uh, Alex Rodriguez opted out of his contract during the 2007 World Series, you know, Brian Cashman – told the ownership, look, let him go. We'll, we'll sign somebody else. When Robinson Cano became a free agent, uh, the front office is like, you know what, we'll be fine without him. 
And if, in fact, some team threw out a, a huge number, let's say $350 million, I don't think the Yankees will surrender. I don't think they're going to do what I suggested, throw a blank check at them. Uh, I think they probably would remain disciplined uh, based on the fact that he's going to be 31 years old in April, and they would say, look, we made a strong offer. We, what well, we felt like it was a strong offer in April. We're not going to go nutty and go way beyond that. We'll let some other team make that bet. But you're 100% right. The reaction would be uh, extraordinary from Yankee fans because Aaron Judge has checked every box. He's done everything. He's carried this team. He's basically single-handedly prevented them from having the greatest collapse in the history of baseball. Buster Olin, ESPN MLB insider and host of Baseball Tonight podcast, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Buster, the Yankees have won six of their last ten games. Are they rounding back into form after a tough stretch after the All-Star break? Do you see it coming all together for them at the right time? Yeah, Jay, I, I don't, I'm not buying that. Um, you know, I think we have to see more from, from uh, you know, see how Anthony Rizzo is uh, as he comes back from this issue, uh, health issue. DJ LeMayhew, what's he going to bring? And I think the big question going into the postseason is Garrett Cole. You know, what's he going to bring to the table? Uh, you know, is he going to be the ace that, uh, you know, he certainly was with the Astros and in, in the ace that he has been at times with the Yankees? But if they're going to beat the Astros or some of the American League teams and make it to the World Series, they got to have him pitch like uh, you know Cy Young Garrett Cole. They can't have him be like a number two, number three type starter like he's been in some big moments, including in the wild card game in Boston last year. He, he has to be an ace, and Severino's got to come back also kind of like an ace buster. He was their ace. Top five Cy Young finishes when he was healthy. Those two guys at the top of the rotation, if they pitch big, Yankees can win it all because, like, Nestor Cortez has been great, but those guys have yep. ace stuff. It always comes down to those starting pitchers. The great Buster Olney, ladies and gentlemen, Buster, ESPN Major League right Baseball now. insider Buster. and host of Baseball Tonight <laughs> podcast. All right, Thanks, Buster. Buster. Let's go, Thanks, Dodgers. Take care. You got nothing, the Dodgers got nothing to worry about. They, they're they're the best run franchise in baseball among all the big market. I, I didn't say they had anything to worry about. I just said let's go Dodgers. I Jerry know. Jones said, <laughs> I don't know what you said. Jerry Jones said, Key Dak Prescott could play as soon as Week Four. But if look, if Cooper Rush keeps not just not turning the ball over, but making positive plays, Max, how does that affect Dak's timetable to return? Listen to Keyshawn J Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. If you go to ESPN app, you click more on the lower right-hand corner, scroll down to live radio, we're right there, we're portable. We're now on ESPNU also. Hey, Key J, Jerry Jones says Dak Prescott could play as soon as week four. I do know that I think after a good airing out last week, everybody recognizes that he'll be back sooner rather than later as far as the timeline. And it really could be a minimal of two weeks up here in my mind. Now, that's very optimistic. That is optimistic. But it could be. I mean, here's the thing about Dak coming back. Guys, key. The way mm-hmm. Parsons is playing, if, if if Cooper Rush just doesn't turn the ball over, they'll be in games. And meantime, even when he does come back, he's not the best quarterback in the NFC East anymore if this is really Jalen Hurts now, right? Like, I don't know if I would rush him back. I want you to do me a favor, Max. You yeah. rush him. <laughs> and, and stop letting your giant – fandom get in the way never you don't want to rush him back because you're afraid what i would say is they have a far better chance with dak prescott underneath the center than cooper you're saying he's even better than cooper rush Yes. Will you stop? Better than I the mighty Cooper Rush. But Max, you know, I understand he beat Cincinnati and Michael Parsons led the way. I get all of that. But there's nobody in their right mind would think that the, the Dallas Cowboys are better off with Cooper Rush than they are with a healthy Dak Prescott. Of course not. I'm just saying you may not have to rush him back. No, I, I just feel like, look, McCarthy and Kellen Moore have done a good job scheming players open, and I give Rush a lot of credit. A lot of his passes have been on time and on target. But for the most part, it, it felt like overall the Cowboys played with a sense of urgency. Like they recognized that their backs were against the wall. That's what that felt like to me. Now, if you combine that sense of urgency with getting Dak Prescott back sooner rather than later, then that's a team that in the NFC key, regardless of them missing some pieces, like that's a team that you're talking about not only contending in the NFC East with the Eagles – but in the bigger overall conference picture as well. Yeah, no, it. it, it but you got to get your star back, man. Of course. You got to it just, it's yeah. just well, if he's ready to go, which he's ready to go. But what happens is because it's Jerry Jones, people feel like he's trying to rush him back or he's trying to sell the season ticket holders on something. Mm-hmm. If the guy is ready to go, he's ready to go. Okay? The, 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 I'll say it again for the umpteenth time. The medical staff in Dallas – is the best in the business. They're not going to allow him to step on the field based on what Jerry Jones is talking about. Jerry Jones is getting the information from the medical staff. The medical staff gives it to Jerry. Jerry wants to be in front of everybody in televisions and radio shows and all the different stuff. And therefore, he communicates this to the public. And the first thing we do is we go, oh, Jerry just wants him back out there. They should slow it down. It's like, no, he's ready to go. If he's ready to go, let him go. Well, I mean, I don't know. He he prefaced it by saying, yeah, and remember, I'm being very, very optimistic. Two weeks, very optimistic. So, I mean, he, he kind of like straddles that line where, okay, best case scenario, this, but I'm not saying that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He couches it. I still have my brain on baseball right now. 
because we had Buster only before, and we were talking Yankees. What are you talking about? We got just, Giants, Cowboys <laughs> on Monday night Max? football. I know. Well, I'm gonna, we're I'm, all going to the game. Well, what the hell are you the talking reason, about? The reason I bring it up is because I'm well, going to transition. Well, Max might not be able to go. I'm, I'm going to. Why? It's Monday. Yeah, I'm going to watch it with one eye. Um, what do you think I've been doing all summer? Basically looking at everything with one eye. But, but the reason I bring that up is I just thought of another angle on Aaron Judge that no one's talking about. But Man, you I, just made a hard left. I, I, well, the reason I bring that up is because when you compare, in New York especially, when, when so we So now look we're at, actually talking about the Yankees? As no, we're going to talk about the Giants in a second. Um, we like to compare you know, people to past greats. There's been so many in this town. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons is a game wrecker. And I said the Cowboys would have a chance to win games because a lot of weeks he's going to be the best player on either side of the field. And sure enough, they won, and Parsons had 10. You brought the stat up, Jay. 10 of the 15 pressures. 10 out of 15 to go with the two sacks. And the question is that I'm going to ask, is he really the next LT? And, And if you say no reflexively, oh, it's too soon to say that, give me a name of someone who reminds you more of LT. This you know, early in his career than Parsons, who an overall linebacker who can do everything, not just rush the passer, can run around and chase guys at positions he really shouldn't be able to. Right? I think I can't think of one. Uh, I can't think of one more than Parsons. Right? Can you think of a name that reminds you more of LT than Micah Parsons? Uh, here's what I would say, though, Jay. I mean, uh, Max, because I was young and early LT, I don't remember. Like I do older LT because I was young. I mean, I don't really remember. I mean, but as far as let's do it this way, let's say somebody who can change a game and wreak havoc on you at all times, no matter what the case is, it would be guys like Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware. Those are the type of pass rush specialists that you can't account for that will change a game at a heartbeat. He can definitely do that, but he can also chase around. What do you want him to do? Chase around a, 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 a tight end, a running Jeez. back, a, 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 a wide out, anybody. You all right, Key? What's going on? Man, I, you okay? Hey, what how much happened? blame should Mitch Trubisky shoulder for the Steelers' offensive struggles? And by the way, I'm going to reveal my big thought on Aaron Judge. What are you laughing it's, at, It's Jay? yet the next thing everyone's going to start talking about, and I'm going to talk about it today on this just in 2 p.m. Eastern <laughs> on ESPN. stuck in my throat. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Guys, I, I just had a, a big thought. An epiphany? About Aaron Judge. I cannot believe no one's talking about this. You know, I talk about the steroids era and how I'm not counting 73, 70, or 66. Get out of here with that. I'm talking about the clean record, right? But there's something more that Aaron Judge just did that Roger Maris didn't even do. Because when Babe Ruth set the record, he hit 60 in a season, right? The season was 154 games long. Roger Maris broke it in 1961. That was the year they expanded key to 162 games. So the whole thing, the old timers were all like, hold up. He got eight extra games to do it, Maris. And Maris did it on the last game of the season, hit 61. No, no, it doesn't count. They wanted to put an asterisk, right? They wanted to say, you got to do it in 154 games. Guys, the Yankees played 147 games this year. Aaron Judge has seven more games to hit his 61st home run and break the 154-game original record that Roger Maris didn't even break from Babe Ruth. He can break Babe Ruth's record and Roger Maris's record this year. That has not been done. All the old-timers who tried to hold it against Maris, it's over. He's the home run champ, period. No asterisk. You see what I'm saying? I do. If you're over 80 years old, this is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what demographic you're talking to, but okay, Key. Key, yeah, yeah, all right. I can only go off of the things that I saw personally. I can't go off of the 1920s and stuff like that. I know the record book says something different. But, Key, if you, if, you, if you had a receiver, let's say, let's say there's a football record that's set. I'm trying to think of the most well-known one in 16 games, right? Or in Touchdown. 12 games. Touchdowns. Touchdowns. Touchdowns, right. So yeah. you have the 12-game record. Then someone has 60. Oh, they broke the record. But the dudes from the 12-game era go timeout. You didn't do that in 12. You did it in 16. Right, or if someone comes along now and breaks a record, they had that extra game, but did they do it in 16 games? Right. Well, that was a big deal in baseball when that happened. Judge can do it now. So the traditionalists yeah. will have nothing left to say. Not, he, nothing more you can say. Judge they gonna find be, something though, Jay. You know how I go. Yeah. You gonna have. You gonna have. Uh, what's your guy? You know no. your guy. Uh, Me? Uh, oh, Chris Russo. Chris Russo. Russo. You gonna have him say? You know, come on. You know, oh, Chris Russo, Russo would eat this. Oh, he'd love yeah. this. This oh. would be so delicious to Russo. No, he'd love this. Hey, man. hey Chris, hey, Chris. he's going to do it in 154 games, 62, I mean, I, 61 home runs, 62 home runs. I've already had people start texting me saying things like, well, all of a sudden, you know, he's been injury plagued, and now all of a sudden he's just he's healthy. Playing well, he, was at this he was healthy. The, one of the reasons I thought he could do it, he played I, 148 I games last year. I didn't year. say it was me. I yeah. just said I had people text me saying that kind of stuff. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying I've done it again. If you're in, if you're in the AARP, you keep figuring it out. If you're in, the, if, if you're in the, you know, in some kind of senior cool. citizens group, you care a lot about what I just said. True. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. <laughs> Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio.
ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to pay it off because I just did it during the extra content. I'll do it in 10 but, seconds. But, but hold on, Max. I yeah. was going to say real quickly. The best is while Key was saying you guys built the stage, <laughs> if you could have seen the camera was on both Pat and James, right? And James is like, yeah, sure. Yeah, what? Yeah. Right? Like, whatever. Pat kind of looked down at his outfit like, am I wearing something that looks like I would build the stage? We were talking was, primarily to, to no, James. you got to know how to work nah, it, though, Jay. I have, a, I have a wrestling T-shirt on this morning, so, yeah. I'll build you, the stage. I, and it's Pat, not, I'll build the stage. It's nothing. <laughs> It's no disrespect to them. It's not like it's right. There's no disrespect. Yeah. There's no. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Trying yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just they could. Salt them a little bit. You know, bit, you just look bit. a certain it's way. Time. If you just look a certain way a and bit. you stand there, we just look. We just look like, like roadies. Is look, what you're saying. Look, look, look a certain way. Just look that's a certain not what way. I said. What is that? It's true. I look. If you just look like Pat, then you probably look like you belong. Like nobody. Is wearing a suit. Belong to what? Blue collar, Pat. Blue collar. <laughs> no, yeah, it looks like, like a roadie. Keep, keep going, kid. Please. It just see. It looks like, like especially James. James because of the, <laughs> the facial hair. Yeah. In the t-shirt. Yeah. Pony in the tail. ponytail. Yeah. It looks like he belongs as Rody, part of the wrestling 100%. team. Why Shannon That's turn the lights on? Damn, they turn look the lights on for You can't y'all. tell me that like, he doesn't look, look like. You know, he got the nice T-shirt on with the face. He got the hair, the yeah. beard. James is he, accepting of this. Pat looks like he's insulted. Yeah, but Pat, also, here's one before we move on, Max. Pat can always look the way he looks and say, my dad owns the venue. And my get away dad with. does not white own privilege. Anything. White privilege. I, you saying that? I didn't say anything about white privilege. Max. I, that's right. Saying, I said it. Why is Max? My, my, my dad. You're gonna have to pry video. the white privilege out of my te- dead cold hands. In 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 in, in, in if he walks <laughs> past yeah. the security, hey, how you my doing, there, Mr. Costello? It. And you keep right. it moving. Yeah, and and you Mr. know you got to know how to work it, man. You got to know how to work it, Jay. I'm just telling you. I'm giving them a little bit of insight on how to get what they need. He's not wrong. He's just he's just giving you a little tricks of the trade, Pat. You know, I don't know why you're so hostile. Yeah, Pat's insulted that I'm trying to help him get backstage when the actual task told him, no, I'm trying to beat the system. And, well, Pat probably knows how to beat the system already. But you know what I'm saying, Max. I'll get a hammer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Go ahead, Max. Take it away. I'm, I'm going to pay Take off real quick Aaron because Judge. not everyone hears the, the extra content. The record I'm referring to that no one's talking about for Aaron Judge is when Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's home run record, hit 61. 
all the press back then who loved Babe Ruth, oh, he didn't do it in 154 games because they'd expanded to 162 games, right? He did it in his 162nd game. Not fair. Well, Aaron Judge, they've only played 147 games. He just hit his 60th. If he hits his 61st before they hit 154, he'll have broken the record that Babe Ruth sent clean, like officially. No, now, if you're a senior citizen, you'll really appreciate what I said. If you're over the age of 85, you'll love this. This is a, I just right. caused a sensation among senior citizen sports fans, Key. Hence, we I'm were actually 1927, man. I wasn't born. To a younger demographic. So, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland Browns. <laughs> wasn't born, man. Wasn't born, Max. Steelers are. In 20s now? Wait, hold on. Who's favored on Thursday night? That looks like the Browns are favored. Browns are favored at home over the Steelers? Four-point favorite. Wow. I mean, that's what it Look at this. The Browns are a better team than yeah. the Steelers, man. I don't know, man. No, the Browns are a better team than the Steelers. Y'all tripping. Really? It, it was four yeah. and a hook? Four and yeah, a they, hook. You, you, you really think that the Steelers are a better team? I know we I, like Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's my guy. No, I can't say that. But Browns the Browns are, Browns are a better team. Oh, I mean, look, if you Steelers. want to go talent for talent, but a team is more than that. Trubisky can hold it down, just like Brissett can hold it one, down. One, one should have been 2-0, and, oh, and Trubisky is not better than down, I mean, If I hold it down, I mean hold the score down. Nick yeah, Chubb, they got Kareem nice like running, running backs. Game. They got, yeah, they got Amari Cooper. They on, got man. defense and Miles yeah, Garrett. I mean, like, stop, they man. They're they supposed, to win, that, they supposed but, to win that game. I don't know, though. And then Mike. New York Jets, they screwed that up. If, if Chubb, instead of – was it Chubb? Yeah, Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. Instead yeah. of Chubb scoring the touchdown. Yeah, that's a blunder. Just yeah, – come on, man. But like, here's stop. the thing about Tomlin, guys. When he went 8-8-1 with Mason Rudolph. But the point – no, now not. You got to win at least like nine unless you have a tie. Key, these are just the kind of games that Tomlin wins. I know the Browns are at home, but you got to find the wins in the schedule. It's not like the Browns are some unbeatable are you, team. Are you taking the Steelers to cover? I think. Is I think that what you're selling? Is that what you're selling me on? I right think now? the Steelers are going to win this game. No, I think the Steelers win this game. Can we bet? Can we have a real bet, straight up? No, I don't feel that strongly about it. But I think they're going to win. Oh, you just game. gave me a whole argument. Like this is why this Tomlin what wins do you these type of bet? games. I'll bet you one dollar. No, what do well, you I want. I want to see if you really believe your picks. Well, I, yeah, I do, but it's not like I feel like it, it, it's like, what would I say? I'd say I'd give the Steelers a 55-45 shot to win. I think I'd make a 55 Steelers, 45 Browns. Why don't you just make it 50-50 then, Max? Damn. Because I'll, I'm saying I do lean toward the Steelers. You, you got to find wins in the schedule for a Tomlin team. Here's I'll give you one. the points. I'll give you the points. $100. Let's go. I'm not betting this 100 bucks. Why not? Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I? See, key to slickness. He don't make me believe that the Steelers, but he don't want to bet. I'll bet, I'll bet you no, a dollar. Like he's not bet. going to make you believe. He's going to try, try. and make you believe. <laughs> I love Max. I, but see, he's I'm not a degenerate else. gambler. This guy it's can't. Not a degenerate, this guy, key, this guy no. can't get out of bed unless there's a hundred dollar bet not somewhere. True. I, I'm just saying, if I'm going to sell you on something, I'm some people to, have coffee. I'm he has hundred dollar bets. Key, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to sell you on something, I'm willing to put money on what I'm selling because I believe it. Well, I think the Browns are a better football team because, in my opinion, they got the better quarterback. They got the better foundation at that position right yeah. now. They, there is no if we should play Mitch Trubisky or if we should play. There's none of that. Right. There is Jacoby Brissett's the guy. Here's what we're doing. They got two running backs. They got Amari Cooper, and they got a defense that's playing okay football. They should be 2-0, and okay? And I don't think going into, uh, you know, the Steelers are going into Cleveland with a lot of questions about a position that's extremely important mm-hmm. in the National Football League, and that's at the quarterback spot. Their offensive line isn't great. And so because of that, the Browns should win the game. You know, I don't know, point spread, four and a you hook. You think Tomlin's going to have a losing season, Key? 
I don't it's gonna be close. think that he's going to have a losing Okay, me neither. So give me – give me. Oh, let me just tell you the schedule. Close, tell me the wins. You're going to have to find some wins in here, right? The Steelers right now are 1-1. One one. They lost a close one to the Patriots. So the Browns this week at Cleveland, you're saying is okay. a loss. They'll be 1-2. I think it's a win. They're 2-1. Then the Jets are at Pittsburgh. They beat them. That's a win. Okay, that's a win right so there. There's one two. win. So let's just count wins. That's one win for you guys. Steelers at Bills. Loss. That's a loss. So, so we're still on one win. Bucks at Steelers. Win. Oh, you got you like the Bucks because they're at, home, oh, at Steelers because they're at home. So you got yeah. two wins. Steelers at upset. Dolphins. Loss. Loss. Steelers at Eagles. Loss. Win. Uh, Saints at Steelers. Key's got them on three. Saints at Steelers. Loss. Bengals at Steelers. Win. That's four wins. Steelers at Colts. Win. Five. Steelers win. at Falcons. Steelers. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. Lost. Steelers at Panthers. Win. Raiders at Steelers. Win. Oh, okay, so you're going to get there. Steelers at Ravens. Lost. Lost. Browns at Steelers. You're going to say they're going to win at home, and there's their their win. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Willemax. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.